So this week and next week, we're going to start thinking about this. We're thinking about what it means to be church. So this week, I'm talking about church as family. Um, so, and next week, it's being church as being active. So in a sense, we're talking about those two, two aspects of church. One is church being a place where we are nurtured, where we have a safe place to grow, to think, um, to support each other. And then there's another one about how we're being active in the world, which we'll talk about this week, next week. So, church as family. I love the concept of church being family. I love the idea. It conjures up lots of positive feelings for me about church being a safe place where I can be myself, about a sense of belonging where I'm appreciated. Even when I get things wrong, I know I get things wrong, but I'm still appreciated. A place where I am loved and belong, even when I offend people or say something I wish that I hadn't. A place of unconditional love, a place that will welcome me back, even if I disappear for a time, I know I'm still welcome back. And when we're talking about a church family, we're talking about God's family, a Christ-centered community where we're all exploring and learning more about what it means to be a follower of Jesus, to live the Jesus way. And I hope that for most people in this room, that is part of your experience of church, that concept of family and belonging. But I also realize that this isn't the experience for everyone because Church as family is a metaphor. It links to our real life families, doesn't it? And that's not positive for everyone. Um, For many of us, family is a place of hurt or of brokenness or of grief. And I guess we're just coming away from Christmas. It may well be a time when this feels most raw. So that word family might be a hard word for some of us at the moment. And for some of us, we've been hurt by church. We might have experienced a church where we've not been accepted for who we are, and that's been a painful experience. So although it is me that wrote the title, I'm actually in two minds about whether talking about church as family is helpful. Um, Because on one one hand, The thing I love about church is that we are family for people who may not have a family of their own or who have broken relationships with their family. But on the other hand, just the word can be really difficult for people. And so I guess I just want to acknowledge that at the beginning. We're using the word just because it is a good word. but. I just want to be really clear that it's a word that's a metaphor, and if the metaphor doesn't work for you, then choose a different word. Um, And it only goes so far. There are some ways that church is not like family, and we've got to just recognize that it's a metaphor. Um, And we also need to acknowledge that if we're looking at family, the family that comes to our mind is probably based on a Western concept of family, of nuclear families. And that's not the same model of family that was present in the time of Jesus and the early church. And I don't think it's the family that Jesus was creating when he was here. So just to be clear, when we're talking about church as family, we are not talking about prioritizing a nuclear family or the family unit or of family values. We're not accepting patriarchy or control or exclusion of some people because they don't fit the family model. 
There are many things that can get associated with the word family that are not healthy, either for families or for church. So I, we're not talking about that when we talk about church as family. So we're talking about the positive good bits. We're not talking about some of the negative bits that come along with it. But what we are thinking about when we're talking about family is that idea that the gospel, the good news of Jesus, um, is lived out in community. That as church, we're committed to God and to each other. And thinking about what this looks like is really important and important to revisit as we work at being church and following Jesus together which I hope is what we're trying to do as church and hopefully is the reason that you're here and not still in bed this morning. So it's thinking about what it is to be church, not what it is to go to church, which are two very different things. So in many ways, um, I guess today what we're doing is talking about how to Um, put into practice what Jesus said in John 13 when he said, I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And I think if we look at Jesus' example, if we read the Gospels about what Jesus did on earth, he created family with his disciples and with his wider group. He taught through living together. Lots of his teaching was through, oh look, there's a fig tree, here's a story about it. Oh look, here's some hungry people, there's a story about it. That's building wisdom, not based on rules, but just living together and learning together. That's how Jesus taught, that's how his disciples learned. So so that's what I think we're talking about when we're talking about family. And this morning, I'm just gonna talk about three areas really briefly. Um, We're gonna talk about belonging or inclusion, what happens when we don't agree, because that's going to happen, and how we're all part of making church together. Um, And then to round off at the end, I'm just going to talk about some of the ways that 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 happens here in Hull, here in Oasis, um, so that we kind of make it practical and talk about what we do here. So thinking about belonging, feeling that we belong somewhere is really important, isn't it, for us humans? Um, And actually, Maybe it's something that is harder and harder in life today, in modern life. And I think it's a really important part of being church together. There's something about knowing that we are loved and belong with God and knowing that we are loved and belong with each other. That feels really important. Um, and some, in some, on some level, it feels really deep and on another level, it's really simple. So just simple things like someone checking in to see if you're okay, someone remembering your birthday or asking how your week was. It's just nice, isn't it? It's just important, it's that sense of belonging. But someone being willing to listen, to really listen when we talk, it helps us to feel connected, to know that we're loved and appreciated. It's love in action. And this is a really important part of church, isn't it? It's about being in each other's lives. So church is not a place we go, but it's who we are together. It's not just about Sunday, it's every day. But of course, this sense of belonging could also go wrong if we make it into an exclusion thing. I belong here, but you don't. That sort of belonging. And that's not what we're talking about when we're talking about church. 
and it's quite easy to fall into that trap. When we talk about belonging, it's quite easy to fall into the trap of belonging being a club. We've got our group and we're the same and if you don't fit, then you're not included. And that's not what we, that's why church is a different sort of belonging, I guess. There isn't something about what you have to do in order to fit in. Actually, we're all church together and everybody belongs. Um, and I think that's what we see in Jesus, didn't we? Like Jesus welcomes everyone in, everyone's included. So our challenge as church, and it's not always easy, is to create that sense of belonging in a way that is open so that everyone is welcome to join. Um, and that's something that we can all work at, something for us all to think about, how do we help? And for us here at Oasis, that means everything that we do is church. So open house during the week, our SEN group, our discussion groups, all of what we do is church and everyone is included in our family, in that belonging, everyone is included in who we love. And so that informs our approach as well. So our approach is that, every, that we welcome everyone in and we encourage everyone to take part, to participate, to be included. So for example, at Open House during the week, we're not trying to serve people, but rather to create a space where community happens and where everyone is able to participate in that. Everybody supports each other. A space where friendships can form, where we all take part in creating community and family together. And that's one of the reasons why we don't have volunteers making snacks and drinks for people, for example. We want people to take ownership of our space, to treat it as a second home. We want people to support each other and not wait for someone in authority to come and help. It's about we're just joining each other, we're supporting each other, we're here together. Um, so it's that thinking that actually we all need help sometimes and we can all give help sometimes. Um, so we're welcoming people to the table and then we're all equal. We're all giving and receiving. We're all walking through life together with its challenges and its joys. We're all working at loving each other together. And that informs how we do church in other ways too. So in ways that we can all contribute to. So it may be it challenges us all to think about how we can be church and not just go to church because being church family is about more than coming along on a Sunday. It's about being in each other's lives, living our lives together as we learn together what it means to follow Jesus. So that does mean checking in on people in the week. It means going for a coffee with someone, eating together, making space to talk and support each other because we all belong to each other, don't we? That's what being church together is. Um, which I guess leads on to the fact that we won't always agree with each other, will we? So we've all just had Christmas, which for some of us means we've just spent more time than normal with our families, which can be a pleasure, but can also be difficult, right? Um, so I remember as a child, when we were visiting my granddad, there would always, without fail, be a conversation in the car and my mum and dad would be saying, do not talk about religion or politics. Whatever you do, do not talk about religion or politics. The trouble is, um, we are a family of opinionated people. If you've never met me, you will know I have my opinions. Um, and I don't think we knew how to not talk about religion or politics at some point. And so it was never, ever successful, poor parents. Um, and actually, 
It w went wrong for two different reasons. Sometimes we actually disagreed. Like we would be, it would be head in your hands. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe how much we disagree here. We get onto a hot topic, we would disagree with each other and it could get a bit lively. But there was actually a second reason why sometimes kind of went wrong, but kind of didn't. And that was that my granddad loved playing devil's advocate. So whatever you said, he would say the opposite. And actually, that would quite, he, he probably wouldn't believe it himself either, but he would just do it because he just enjoyed an argument. And sometimes, like you would know that, but sometimes you just miss that little look in his eye that told you that he was actually playing devil's advocate. And so the, the conversation would get livelier and livelier. Be, Granddad, I can't believe you said that. But actually he didn't mean it at all. Um, so there was always a lively discussion. But I think the thing that was important was whether we disagreed or not, we always knew we were welcome at his table. We always knew that he loved to see us, even if he disagreed with us. Um, probably he enjoyed watching the argument and the disagreement, but we were always welcome and always loved. And I hope that this is a bit like what church is like. We won't all agree. We don't all agree. We already know that, right? We don't all agree. But that's healthy and that's good. And here, like, we're not trying to have a style that's to stand at the front and tell people, you must believe this. In order to come here, you have to believe this. That's not our style. It's not about, we're not trying to tell people what you must think or what you must believe. We do believe in healthy disagreement, in conversations where we learn from each other so we discuss our different points of view in knowing that everyone who's here has something to add, something to contribute, something to give to the conversation, and that we're all better for listening. We all learn more by hearing from each other. That's part of the process. And um, that's not just us, it's also really biblical. The early church didn't always agree with each other. In fact, if you read the New Testament, it's full of lots of arguments. It's full of the church disagreeing with each other as they learn about how to follow Jesus. Um, so so it is, um, it's fine to disagree. And actually, it's important that we can all have different opinions and views and that we also accept each other and love each other. And that's part of what being church is. So what is important is that this is a safe space for everyone. So we may disagree, but we'll always affirm that everyone is welcome, everyone is included, and everyone is loved. And that's really an important part of that process of disagreeing. And then we're all part of making church together, aren't we? So church is only family and only really church when we all play our part. Um, we all are such an important part of what church is together. And that doesn't mean that we all need to fit in to the way things are always done or learn to do the things the, w the way that they've always been done. But it does mean, it means that we'll all change church by being here. Just by being here, you change who we are and that's good, and we love it, and that's brilliant. That's part of what church is, and it's part of why it's brilliant. So we don't wanna say that church is like this and you're welcome to join in with what we're already doing. We do wanna say, come and join us and change us by being here. We want everybody to be part of shaping who we are. 
So it may be that for each of us, we originally came because we were looking for something, looking for help with something, to know something, to find a connection with God. But now that we're here, we all have something to give as well as something to receive. And when we all give, this changes who we are as church, and that's a good thing. So I might be the one standing at the front of church today, but I've got as much to learn from you as you do from me. We all have something to learn from each other. And I want us each to challenge each other. So maybe there's something that doesn't quite feel right to you. Um, Maybe you've noticed, I hope you haven't, but it's possible that all our songs are by middle-class white men and you want to help us to learn some songs by black women. Actually, if you know some really good songs by black women, please do suggest them. But maybe there's something else that just feels like a barrier, feels a bit wrong for you, um, or that you feel that it would be really nice if we could change it. Like, let's talk about it. Let's have the conversation. Let's do something about it. And the fact that we're all church together also means that we're all part of the solution, right? So it's, it's if we're... If we're not supporting each other well enough, then what can each of us do about that to support each other better? If we want to learn more about what we believe, how can we create space to have more conversations um, with each other? It's the, the solution is in all of our hands. So, how does this happen here? And how are we family together? How does this work here in practice? John, could you put the first photo up for me? So I'm going to show you a photo, and this photo is one of the best representations of church for me. So I don't know if you can see. I love this photo, and it's not just because Chris has got a red nose that one of the kids that was there that night painted on him and some reindeer ears. That's not the only reason why I love the photo, although it does add to it quite a lot. Um, for me, this is one of the best representations of church and who we are. And it's a, so it's a photo of a Tuesday evening when we were making Christmas cards to give out to people using our food club. Um, and we have a mixture of people in the photo. Some people usually come on a Sunday, some people who come during the week normally. Everyone joining together, being sociable, having fun, and doing something to help others out too. Um, and there are people in that photo from all walks of life, all joining in together. So I love the photo. I love all that it represents. For me, that's a really, really beautiful photo. Um, and I guess one of the other reasons I love the photo is because it represents the fact that everything we do as church, yes, what we do on a Sunday with singing and talks is church, um, and what we do in the week in open house and food club, welcoming people into this space to create community together, that's church too. And the people who come during the week are as much part of our community, our church family, um, our, we, it's it's equal, isn't it? We're all part of that church family, that church community. And people who come in the week have something to give, things we can learn from and listen to. It's so important for who we are as church to remember this, that we're not providing a service during the week and being church on Sunday, but that everything we do is community. And everyone, really everyone, has something to give and something to receive. So we're welcoming people to our table, to our space, and we meet together as equals, supporting each other, creating community and family together. And um, 
Yeah, that's a picture of family, isn't it? So this principle of family coming together to support each other and learn from each other is part of lots of other things we do as well. So at Community Sunday, it's our opportunity to have conversations and talk things through as we learn together, an opportunity to talk about our questions about faith, about how we're following Jesus or about the struggles we're having in life and support each other through them. So we hope that by having like conversation starters, um, we can have conversations that are intentional, that maybe go a little bit further than just what the weather is like. Although talking about the weather is obviously fine because we are British. Um, but some, um, a space where we can learn from each other and support each other on our faith journeys and through life. And our monthly Tuesday evening social is our opportunity to get to know each other better, to relax together, to build friendships, to support each other. And our discussion groups last year, which we intend to run again later this year, they were so good to just to listen to each other, to hear different ideas and viewpoints, to learn from each other. One of the things I really loved about them was how we were able to listen well. So we weren't preaching at each other, telling people, this is my opinion, therefore you have to have it as well. But there was just such space to be able to share perspectives but like in a safe and respectful environment where everybody was able to share what they thought whether we agreed with it or not and respected and safe in doing that and our sofa talks and mentimeter are another way of us bringing everyone's perspectives together and everyone being able to have their say i love it when we have that mentimeter the comments that people put up on the TV screen and how much depth and variety and wisdom we share together in that, what, in what we're learning, what we're reflecting, what we're thinking about. Um, and for all of this, I really hope that um, all of us feel able to get involved in that because getting involved is a really large part of feeling that we belong, of being part of church, of feeling supported. Um, and we will disagree and we will get things wrong and um, that's totally fine, that's good. And I know we can't all get involved with everything. We all have different resources and that's true of families too. And part of the reason why the family metaphor is good is sometimes we need more help, sometimes we have more to give, sometimes we might feel more remote, sometimes we might feel fully involved and active and but through it all, we're all completely and fully part of the family. So I just wanted to think, finish by saying thank you. Thank you for being part of our church family, for all you give, all you contribute, for being you and being here. Um, I really appreciate you, and I'm looking forward to spending 2024 together with you, working out how we can better be a Christ-centered community together. So let's just pray. Holy God, we thank you for each other. Thank you that you have placed us here um, together in community as a church family where we're able to support each other, be together, live together, work out what life is about together. And we thank you that the reason that we're here together is because of you, because you loved us first, because you love us so much. We just pray that as we go into this week, into this year, that you'll help us to remember how much you love us and how we can love each other. Help us to practice that, practice loving each other um, 
And we pray that you would give us the energy and the ability to do that because we know we can't do it on our own. Amen.